Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Our big post-Valentine's Day episode. The live episode is out. Yeah. It's an exciting day. It's an exciting day for everyone. Yeah. People have been waiting a while for this live episode, haven't they? They've been bitching a while. That <laughs> sure is shit has been happening. Listen to this. I got a voicemail about it. Hey, guys. I'm just calling to inquire about the status of the bonus episode. How the hell is this still not out? We've been hyping this for three months. Has it been three months? I just don't I understand <laughs> how many goddamn special effects you must be editing, editing in, Maddox, <laughs> that you can't finish this. But hey, maybe uh, you're just too busy not writing any articles or <laughs> not making any YouTube videos. What do I know? I'm just a guy with a real job. But, uh, hey, Dick, keep up the good work. Oh, yeah, no problem. An asshole. You know, I want to delay everything more just to, just to piss off people like that. Just for I really that guy? Do. You yeah. want to take it down and put it up later? Okay, you know, you want to know a little secret? <laughs> what? I swear, way back in the day when I was releasing an article one time, I was a little bit delayed. Something happened. It was a personal thing that happened, and I, I had to delay the, the release of an article that I said was going to come out at a certain time. Someone bitched about it, and then just out of spite, I, I wrote back to him. I said, hey, because you bitch, I'm going to hold off on it for another half day, and I did. <laughs> I followed through. Just despite one person. Uh, you know, if you were really evil, you could have given him like a sneak preview link and then got his IP address by seeing who clicked banned on that him. link. And then, yeah, yep. banned or always serve him the same page so he never yeah. sees updates. Fucking tool. Uh, listen to this, Dick. I got an email from a fan. His name is Jiggity Smith. Cool. And <laughs> Okay. And he's he friends said- with Dr. Smooth Rod by chance? <laughs> could be brothers. Jiggity Smith. Jiggity Smith, he sent us what he's, he created a theme song for the show. And oh. this is actually, it's really well done. I've never heard anything like this. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Right. L- listen to this. Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. This is where Maddox and Dick both perpetually converse about every last problem, both big and small. It's like the Pokemon of problems. They just gotta discuss them all. The goal in mind is to find the biggest problem. And as a bonus, they sometimes try to solve them. So I present to you without further ado, Sean the Engineer, Dick the Asshole, and Maddox too. Oh, that's cool. Bravo. Yeah, that was cool. I like that he used bonus both ways. Yeah. There's a bonus. We try to solve them when it is a bonus episode. Like yeah. You got to pay for it, and it's it's a bonus. That was really well done. Uh, good job. That's Jiggity Smith. Uh, check out his website, JiggitySmith.com. And uh, he's he proposed that as the as the uh, as the new theme to this to the show. But I think it's probably a little bit too long for the theme. Yeah, I don't know. You know, um, what is too long is I haven't heard who won last week. Who won? Uh, it was Rose Peddlers followed by Valentine's Day, Sex with the X, and then Love. All right, so let's go on with the... Uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rose Peddlers won? Uh, nobody won, Dick, because it's not a contest, and I'm so tired of saying that. I, I, I really... Okay, what's your gimmick? Let's hear it. Well, I got, people are really jumping on board the Titanic thing. Oh. You are on quite a tear. I, dude, it's a dynasty. I told you last week that that problem would, would cement my dynasty of wins. Did I not? Such bullshit. Did I say that? I said that Rose Peddlers would cement my dynasty. You said something. You said a lot of things, Dick. Yeah. Well, here, somebody sent in a song. Speaking of songs. Great. Somebody sent in a song for my Titanic bid. Uh, Grant Mooney. (laughs) This is is bullshit. (laughs) I'm out. You know this song is from Titanic, Yeah, I know. (laughs) I wrote a whole hate article about Celine Dion. Is this just a song? No, it it gets better. <laughs> oh, can't get worse. <laughs> oh, this I hate this song so much. Maddox 
is an asshole. He can go fuck himself. His problems all suck and he deserves this. You suck, Dynasty. Piece of shit. This is bullshit. I think this is Clay Aiken. It might be. Hey, go fuck yourself, dude. All right, all right. Are you ready to watch Titanic? Are you ready to watch Titanic? I'm not going to. I've never watched Titanic, and I'm not going to. I'm not about to start. Batten down your hatches, asshole, because you're about to watch (laughs) another 30 seconds. If you remember, we had just met Bill Paxton, who was leading an underwater salvaging expedition to search for something. And he had just found the Titanic, and here we are. Maddox, watch. Fuck, I'm not watching. I'm looking away. I'm looking at the ground. I'm looking at my penis. My okay, zipper's imagine over. that your penis is a sunken ship. Dive six. Here we are again on the deck okay. of the Titanic. I am Two looking at something the size of the Titanic. With one hole in it, buddy. He's giving you valuable information Pressure about the Titanic. There's nothing valuable in this movie. These windows are nine piece inches of shit. These windows are nine inches thick, he's saying. I got something nine inches thick, buddy. Talk about right. science, dude. Talk about my penis, dude. <laughs> you should be interested in this. Nah. This is stupid. The movie's stupid, and you're stupid. Wait, wait. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. you've ruined another clip. Good. Fuck that movie, and fuck you. I have a comment from last episode, Dick. Okay. By the way, so Valentine's Day just happened, right? Yeah. And when I went out on Valentine's Day, it was fucking impossible to get into any restaurant. Lines for hours. Everything was expensive. I just wanted to go to a restaurant and order what I normally order, which is just fucking food. And I can't because they have this... This uh, prefix menu for $55 for couples or some bullshit like I, that? I heard about that prefix menu that they're doing now, yeah. and that uh, that offends me. Because oh. it turns, yeah, 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 it turns like the restaurant experience into kind of a cafeteria, like yeah. a cattle call. Yeah. And this seemed to be like a mandatory thing they're doing to get you in and out of the restaurant. I, oh. I find that... Yeah, I find that distasteful. Yeah, you think it's distasteful and too commercial on Valentine's Day to kind of package everyone into, like, cattle call to try to sell them as much shit as possible? I, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Then you should go vote up Valentine's Day, dick. Do that right now. You. Well, I'll think about it. I'll go <laughs> re-listen to the episode and see how I feel Such about bullshit. It. I got a comment from Katie Diane. She actually made a poem based on my rant about Valentine's Day and love from last episode. She said, Love is Stupid by Maddox. I met a great guy. It's me. <laughs> I do love myself. Often. Two or three times a day. It depends, maybe. Whatever. It's normal. Do you fucking know what love is? I know what true love is. And I look at it every day in the mirror. It's such a burning flame for me, I have. Ah, I love me. I did dedicate both of my books to me. I did dedicate it to my soulmate. The person I love most in this world. And that is love. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wrote using my own words. Yeah. I'm a poet. I think a lot of the, like, I read a lot of the comments about that podcast, and some guys were saying that they talked to their girlfriends about not celebrating Valentine's Day, and everybody hates spending all this money, but I, I think you can solve a lot of your problems with Valentine's Day just by writing a stupid poem like that. Don't you think? <laughs> I guess, but why do it on Valentine's Day? It's tacky. It's thoughtless. Oh, it's cheap. It's lazy. I you just know. look at the calendar. Oh, there's a day. I'm supposed to do this thing. All right. We got, uh, here's, well, here's another voicemail about uh, your love problem from last week. Great. Dear Maddox, 
Oxytocin. Oxytocin. <laughs> Oxytocin. I looked it up after Oxytocin. that. Oxytocin. Yeah. A lot that of people are commenting on it. Have yeah. a great day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I get it, guys. Who yeah. cares? Whatever. Uh, here's one about here's one about the ad. We ran an ad last week for Casper. Yeah, the mattress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, here you go. Hey, guys. Wanted to thank you for the really valuable information about Casper mattresses. As a consumer purchasing a fucking mattress, my number one concern is fucking how do they ship it? Because when they include <laughs> shipping for free, which I believe they do, how the fuck they do it is almost of no concern to me. But nice mentioning absolutely nothing about how comfortable the fucking thing is or whether you actually use it yourself. I'm so glad you're impressed with their website and their ability to stuff a piece of foam in a fucking box. Now, here's a question. What's it like to sleep on the fucking mattress? Call me crazy. That's the kind of thing I'm interested in, given that I'm going to spend a fully, what, one-third of my fucking life on the thing. Anyway, great show, guys. Go fucking Pretty well put. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, they didn't send it to us in time to give you the sleep test. I've they? slept on it since, and it is some of the best sleep I've had. No joke. All it's, right. It's a really, really comfortable mattress. Uh, go fuck yourself, by the way, uh, whoever sent that voicemail in. I, I was really impressed with the shipping, okay? Go, yeah, it's it's a it's a feat to be able to ship a mattress in a tiny box, dickhead. How is that not impressive? And it looked cool. It looks it super look cool. cool. Yeah, and it, sle- it sleeps fine. I mean, it's, it's a fucking great mattress. Of course it sleeps fine. Uh, here's one from Duke Rembiaz. Maddox, shut the fuck up so I can listen to Titanic. I think we can all agree with that, right? Yeah, I got a comment from Braden Freeland. He says, when Dick wins and he plays Titanic, we are all suffering. The only thing that belongs at the bottom of the ocean is this terrible bit. <laughs> you're not making Maddox suffer as much as your listeners are as well. Thank God for Stitcher and their 30-second fast-forward. Oh, well, there. I timed it so you could use take advantage of that. I got another comment uh, real quick from Antonio DeMonte. So, you know that stupid John Lennon song, Love is All You Need? Yeah. There's an article on markmanson.net. It says, love is not enough. This is from, uh, I believe, the article. It says, in 1967, John Lennon wrote a song called All You Need Is Love. He also beat both of his wives, abandoned one of his children, verbally abused his gay Jewish manager with homophobic and anti-Semitic slurs, and once had a camera crew film him lying naked in his bed for an entire day. 35 years later, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails wrote a song called Love Is Not Enough. Reznor, despite being famous for his shocking stage performance and his grotesque and disturbing videos, got clean from all drugs and alcohol, married one woman, had two children with her, and then canceled entire albums and tours so that he could stay home and be a good husband and father. That's Trent Reznor, who wrote the song, Love Is Not Enough. Yet John Lennon, this idealistic shithead, wrote Love Is All You Need, and it's not. And he was this abusive, homophobic, anti-Semitic shithead. Yeah. Somebody actually sent another voicemail. I don't know if I should play it. Uh, this woman by the name of Diane who said that the Beatles were themselves huge slacktivists specifically because all they did was talk about how you need love, but like their personal lives didn't reflect uh, that. Yeah, I thought that was mm-hmm. pretty interesting. So the yeah. slacktivism problem goes way back. Yeah. about that? Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get to the problems, I got a, I got a bit I want to play for you. Great. Uh, Boisterous Coconuts is back. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in History. Taking the history out of history. Examining the biggest problems (laughs) in history to occur this week. I love these. (laughs) Me too. February 16th, 1923. King Tut's tomb is raided. 
Congratulations, guys. You broke into a dead kid's grave. <laughs> After years of searching for the lost tomb, English archaeologist Howard Carter finally opened Tut's burial chamber, recovering jewelry, gold statues, and a chariot. In other words, they stole a teenage boy's coolest stuff and his car. Well done, Carter. I hear there's some kick-ass Brad dolls in John Bernay Ramsey's coffin. Go get it. <laughs> All right, here's another one. I'm going to play them throughout the show. February 22nd, 1944. Robert Kardashian is born. Friend to O.J. Simpson. Defender of O.J. Simpson in court. Carrier of O.J. Simpson's bloody clothes from his house after his killing spree. And patriarch to a pile of pointless children. Robert Kardashian will forever be remembered for creating the one family of Armenians that you don't feel sorry for. <laughs> so that happened this week. That's great. How about that? A uh, bit uh, before we get on to the problems, I do have one last uh, bit to play okay. here. This is everyone's favorite bit from the show. No, no, fuck Dead. you. No. <laughs> I hate this bit. Oh, I bet you do, this buddy. This bit is such bullshit. Oh. It's always taken out of context. Oh, but wait, Dick, this is a special one because it's a, two, it's a double. You got to do both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one, uh, this, there's actually two Dick versus Dicks. From last episode, Dick. All right, all right, all right. All right, you remember this, Dick? You said this about people who have sex with the ex. You said this. Like moving in together, buying a pet together, or having a kid together. So that's what sex with the ex can lead to. These things that will basically ruin your life. All of these things, having a child, buying a pet, moving in together. Those are all things that will ruin your life, yeah. Basically. Yeah, so those are all things that can ruin your life, huh? Uh, Having sex with the ex. Yeah. You know what uh, that sounds like, uh, Dick? You know, buying a pet, uh, moving in together, having a kid. Sounds to me like a family. <laughs> yeah. And here's what you said in <laughs> episode one, way back when. You remember this? Family is Family's not a problem. Okay. Family is not a problem. So which is it, Dick? Our family's a problem? And if so, why were you suggesting sex? Why were we saying sex with the ex is a problem if families are also not a problem? Wait, which question do you want? You got a lot of questions out there. Which one do you want? Well, to let me get to I the... I mean both of them. I mean, I mean both of them. I don't care. I don't care what you have to read to expand your mind enough to be able to hold both of those thoughts in it at the same time, but I mean both of them. Well, you huh. don't want to start a family with the ex. Yes, exactly. Oh, is that what exactly. you want? Exactly. I'm sorry. Was this uh, Dick versus Sean or is this Dick versus Dick? I'm sorry that I need a translator for you, Maddox, yeah, to I... translate what I'm saying into a pedantic asshole. Yeah, you, so, need, <laughs> you need a lifeline, sounds like it. Yeah. And then here's what you said about sex with your ex. Sex with the ex. Why Don't is that it? a problem? It's awful. You said it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. awful. And then... That's when, true. When, okay, and Do when... Do you think that that's not true? Well, sure, uh, to an extent, yes. Okay. And then poor Butt Sanchez asks you for advice, and here's yeah. what you told him. He asks you for advice <laughs> on whether or not he should sleep with his ex, and here's what you said. Do it. Yeah, Do it. Here's what he it. Said. Yeah, here's what you said. He's so, asking for advice. So whether or not he should bang his ex. Yeah. And what's your advice to him? What do you Well, think? I asked him, because I... You know my advice. Yeah. Do it. That's the worst that could happen. Uh, you could wreck your life and have a kid. Oh, which dick should we listen to? Yeah, because to? at some point, the bigger problem is like what I could have done. Like the regret of not having done something eventually overwhelms all the other negative consequences. It doesn't mean it's not still a problem. 
It doesn't mean that sex with the ex isn't a problem. It's just I'm a I'm a curious man, <laughs> and I want to know what will happen. Dick, you I know think what I'm saying. I think after you talk, we are all left more curious. Hey, 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 hey! No, no. Brand, Brandon Loza wrote in when Butt Sanchez described um, what Butt what Bud Sanchez described was my crazy ass bipolar ex wife who doesn't work, gives shitty blowjobs, but she's still single. She also hated pop blah, blah, blah. By coincidence, I was talking to her and almost tried making plans to go do stuff with her yesterday. Then the podcast came out and he didn't. Hmm. So I'm just presenting all sides here. And so, okay. smart guys like Brandon can make their own decisions. Yeah. You know, Bud Sanchez sent me a, an 11th hour email after the podcast there and he said, hey, I sent this to Dick, but he didn't, uh, he didn't read it on the air. And he said that he, he made an amendment to the description of his ex. He said that she's not in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, very does controversial. It does it very matter? <laughs> does does, it, does only that matter? To, only to the listeners of this show. Right. Um, okay, Dick, let's Go get to the ahead. problems. Hurry up. So that, uh, that dickhead who called about uh, the, the, uh, the Casper mattress and, oh, I spent a third of my life asleep. You know what? You might be part of this week's problem, buddy, because the biggest problem in the universe is people who love to sleep. Huh. All right. That's my problem. You know these guys, Dick? Yeah. Yeah, they're assholes. Well, I know a lot of girls who suffer from this problem. Oh, suffer? Yeah. Yeah. No, what, what do you mean suffer? Yeah, I, I that's my type. Like, I always date girls who want to stay in bed till like, 2 p.m. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. It's awful. If you like to sleep so much, why don't you just die? <laughs> <laughs> right? Sleep is like practice for death. It's like one long eight-hour tutorial for a video game where your goal is to end your life and to lie motionless in a coffin for the rest of eternity. You know who likes to sleep? Vampires. And vampires are idiots. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why do vampires like to sleep? That's the second point, is vampires like to sleep and they're idiots? Well, first of all, they don't exist, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. And second, people who think they're vampires are assholes. You know these guys? Have you ever met someone who thinks they're a vampire? I've never met one, but I know of them. Have oh. you met one? Yeah, they're the biggest, smelliest assholes. Where did you meet one? Well, I grew up in Utah, and Utah has a really big goth scene. And so some huh. of the goths, like the extreme fringes of the goth, uh, they get prosthetic teeth and teeth, and uh, they think they're vampires. Did you have a conversation with any of them? Yeah, yeah, it's awful. It's always just about, uh, well, uh, they've always been really super nice, which makes me think that they're not vampires. Also, that vampires don't exist. Okay. Um, they get, like, these, these people, like, seriously, it's insane. They get prosthetic teeth, they eat rare steak, like some kind of spooky supervillain, when all they really are are assholes who listen to dipshit industrial music at dipshit raves. That's yeah. all these guys do. They just go to raves listening to industrial. They, they drink blood, too. I saw them on Ricky Lake. Yeah, one time they drink like stu- they drink like cow blood and stupid shit, like the parts that you throw away of a cow. You're yeah. not spooky, moron. You're just an asshole. It's gross, Dick. You know what's awesome? Doing things. You know what's lame? Not doing things. And that's what you're doing when you're asleep. Nothing. You're just laying there. Wow. You know someone else who likes to spend a lot of time sleeping? People in comas. Yeah. Yeah. Comas suck. If your favorite pastime is something you have in common with someone who's in a persistent vegetative state, you're a moron. (laughs) I hate sleep. Sleep is the worst. No, I I hate it too. I've never been good at it. Like my whole life, I've never been able to do it properly. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. Maybe you need a Casper mattress, buddy. Maybe I do. You know who else loves to sleep? Who's that? Babies. Yeah. Yeah. And babies I brought in as the biggest problem in the universe, which nobody agreed with. Yeah, because it's stupid. Babies lo- babies are stupid. You think my problem with babies is stupid or babies are stupid? I think your problem with babies is stupid. 
What was, what was your What was your problem with it? Was there, it that it does? It, your problem wasn't that they ruin your life. Well, that's part of it, sure. Yeah, but what was your main problem with it? I don't remember. There were so many problems. I said that they cry too much. They're too fragile. They're always dying on you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Now I remember. That's where we got really sidetracked. <laughs> where, where with SIDS and how you would care for a baby. Um, yeah, I hate, I hate people who, who like sleeping too much. Yeah, it's the worst. I, I I dated a girl who just, her favorite thing to do was sleep. I thought, I just kept, every time she said that, I said, why don't you just die? Like, why why are we together? Why are you existing? Why are you alive? Why bother? Sleep is unconsciousness. Uh, and you know what else happens when you're asleep? Nightmares. Nightmares don't happen during the day. Well, during the day, the only thing that happens are cartoons, video games, and good food and sex. But during sleep, nothing happens but nightmares. That's true. Yeah. This is the end of a dynasty. It's <laughs> a good problem, huh, buddy? Well, so I looked into it. Yeah, because I, re- I really feel strongly about it. Like, it's it's almost every girl I've dated has yeah. just been mopey and depressed, uh, and they just want to lay in bed. Let's go sleep. Let's go sleep. And any, any conversation about sleep is painful. Like, someone telling you how much sleep they got oh. annoys me. It's yeah. like somebody telling me that they got a raise. I'm just yeah. like, hey, yeah, all right. Just go walk off a cliff. Yeah. Like, I hope your car gets keyed or something yeah i hope your and car then, stalls and then there's the people yeah and then there's the people who are like oh my god i i didn't i, didn't, I barely got any sleep yeah like how much sleep did you get last night You're like i don't know three hours i got two and a half hours yeah i got way less sleep than you it's like well so so what are you better than me it's a pissing like, contest yeah well how is this a pissing contest how do you measure the value of your life by how much you didn't sleep is that the, is that the biggest hardship you have in your life lack of sleep yeah, you know what it is, Dick? I read this article about this a long time ago. It was uh, kind of an opinion piece or an editorial on, on in a newspaper, I believe. But they were talking about this phenomenon of people bragging about how little sleep they got. And they use it as kind of like a measuring stick for how hard they work. And they're trying to brag and say, oh, I only got two hours of sleep because I'm working so hard. Yeah, and number one, I don't believe them. Yeah. Like, I bet if I was uh, hanging over their bed all night like a specter, they probably they probably hit about six hours. Yeah. Like, six and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I don't know, I saw the clock at five, so I'm saying two. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of, like, you know, like a gangster rap battle? Yeah. They're always, like, bragging about how disenfranchised and poor their community that they come from was. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that's like the middle-class white version of that. A yeah. A rap battle. It's uh-huh. like, well, how much sleep did you get? Mother effer. Yeah. I got two and a half hours. Yeah. And I'm feeling ten. dowers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a good rapper. I'm just saying. No, That's you're what terrible. It reminds me of. And, and very white. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, these, yeah, it becomes this pissing well, contest. Well, I got 145 and I'm feeling alive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Great. Go ahead. Right. Any, any, anything else? No, MC, no, no, MC no, Dick? No. All right. Um, you know, so I looked into this, and people who like to sleep too much may actually have a condition called hypersomnia. Have you heard of this? No. Yeah, it's actually a medical disorder. This is from, according to WebMD, many people with hypersomnia experience symptoms of anxiety, low energy, and memory problems as a result of their almost constant need for sleep. And let me add to that, almost constant need to tell everyone that they need sleep. I'm so fucking tired of it. I want to have zero conversations about how much you like to sleep, how much you need (laughs) sleep, and what you like to eat, and all your dietary restrictions. I don't give a shit. I don't care. If you want to sleep, then fucking fuck off and sleep already. I'm living life, buddy. I'm enjoying shit. I don't go to sleep. I fall asleep. I only fall asleep because my body's shutting down. I stay awake to the last possible second i'm watching things i'm reading books there's video games to play there's people to do there's food to eat 
I have shit to do. I'm too busy to sleep. I, sleep is for death. I hate sleep. I want to keep going until my heart explodes. Yeah. That's what I want. Until, yeah. like, my brain dissolves and my heart explodes out of my face. <laughs> I do not want to ever sleep. First of all, I'm vulnerable in my sleep. I don't like that. Yep. You know? Yep. I have, like, weapons strategically set up in my apartment in case I get woken up in the middle of the night. I have, like, my plan in my head. Oh, me too, buddy. I have a machete that's at the ready. You actually gave me this machete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I brought back, I went to Costa Rica and I brought back three machetes. Yep. One for me, one for Maddox, and one for my uh, my life coach, that fat guy that I've mentioned <laughs> in the other episodes. That's it. Because I'm like, if there's three if there's three motherfuckers that need a machete at night because they have weird plans of, t- of people breaking into their apartments and harassing them yeah. and doing butt stuff with them, it's, it's these three guys. Dick, you would not believe the number of times. No exaggeration. This isn't even just like a Maddox bloviating thing. <laughs> I, I, you would not believe the number of times I've used that machete. Like I've, I always grab that machete when I hear anything. I run outside with it. I've, it's almost dull from all the chopping I've done. <laughs> you know, I bought that thing. Huh? I like a Costa Rican Home Depot. Oh, it's like a lawn tool that they use down there because the growth is so crazy. You yeah. just see like a bunch of like uh, Costa Ricans at the side of the road just hacking, hacking cool. foliage all day. Yeah. Wouldn't want to get in a fight with one of those guys. They got machetes. That's a cool Home Depot if they got a machete aisle. Yeah. So listen to this, Dick. Uh, here are some of the problems that you can get from sleeping too much. Diabetes. It increases your risk of diabetes. Studies have shown that sleeping too long or not enough each night can increase the risk for diabetes. Obesity. One recent study showed that people who slept for 9 or 10 hours every night were 21% more likely to become obese over a six-year period than were people who slept between 7 and 8 hours. The association between sleep and obesity remained the same even when they controlled for food intake and exercise. Nine to ten hours? Yep. Nine to ten hours makes you 21% more likely to be a big fat fatty. How do you even live sleeping that sleeping nine to ten hours? I don't know, man. What do these people do? You wake up at eight, so you went to bed at ten. Oh my god. Headaches. For people prone to headaches, sleeping longer than usual on a weekend or vacation can cause head pain. Researchers believe that this is due to the effect oversleeping has on certain neurotransmitters in the brain, including serotonin. Hey, uh, and listen, dickheads, you want to uh, write a voice? You want to send in a voicemail and correct me on that? Or is it serotonin? Is it serotonin? Ser- Who gives a, you know serotonin. what I'm trying to say, assholes. <laughs> Piece of shit. Back pain. Back pain is another thing that oversleeping can increase. Depression. Although insomnia is more commonly linked to depression than oversleeping, roughly 15% of people with depression sleep too much. That's right. They're depressed, so they just like to sleep their lives away. Yeah, like teenagers. Yeah. Get your ass out of bed. Fucking idiots. Heart disease. The nurse's health study involved nearly 72,000 women. A careful analysis of the data from that study showed that women who slept 9 to 11 hours per night were 38% more likely to have coronary heart disease than women who slept 8 hours. 9 to 11 hours? Yeah. Who the hell are these people? People I've dated. <laughs> no, dude, you're, you're exactly right. It's really infuriating me yeah. thinking about, thinking about uh, women who've, like, just imagining them lounging out on these chaise lounges this uh-huh. is and this is the girl that i'm dating and yeah. fighting with and trying to bang yep. and trying to whatever have a relationship with yeah this is what they want to do they want to have a life where they're sleeping 11 12 upwards of 27 hours a day right yeah might as well you know why get up why get up out of bed why bother why start the day I don't know. Oh, I just like to sit around in my jammies. They have a uniform for this activity. They put on pajamas. That's mm. stupid. Yeah. That's a that's like a costume for death. That's all that is. Yeah. 
It's in preparation for dying. And then, speaking of death, death. (laughs) Multiple studies have found that people who sleep nine or more hours a night have significantly higher death rates than people sleeping seven to eight hours at night. No specific reason Hmm. for this correlation has been determined, but researchers found that depression and low socioeconomic status are also associated with longer sleep. So this all makes sense, right? You have lower socioeconomic status, you have backaches, you have depression, you have headaches, you have obesity. These just sound like big fat fatties who don't have jobs, who are just sleeping away the days. They're just sliding right into death. Yeah. Like sliding like a mudslide. Yeah. Like a big avalanche of fatsos sliding into the permanent coma of death. They're probably going to be good at it. I don't think I'd be good at death, Dick, to be honest. I don't think I'd be- Sorry, come again? Yeah, I don't think I'd be good at dying. Uh, Well, the death scenarios that you've posed thus far have been pretty good. What do you mean? Getting rocketed at a brick wall. Wasn't that one of your ways to die? <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good death. I mean, it's a, I'm a diehard. That's why. Yeah? What does that mean? Well, I'm a son of my father. I got to tell you, this is kind of a little aside real okay. quick, but uh, my dad is, is uh, a real badass, right? right? In the last 10 years, he has survived. I think I mentioned this on, the, uh, on one of the earlier episodes, but he's fallen off a roof three times. Remember we, we talked about this? He's fallen off a roof three times. He survived a heart attack, a stroke. He survived cancer. He survived dropping a snowplow on his leg and shattering his shin. And he has screws in his legs now. Um, he survived. Just recently, he fell, hit his head, got like a little like brain hemorrhage or something, and internal brain bleeding. And they thought it was the onset of Alzheimer's. A week later, he sprung right back. The blood disappeared, and he's just fine. All right. he, yeah, basically invincible. He's bad at dying. I'm bad at dying. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So it's going to take a lot to bring you down. I think so. Not to, not in the middle of a rant where you just have one of your blood vessels, <laughs> your heart just explodes. <laughs> you know what? I think it's making me more powerful. These veins are growing in my head. I think it's just increasing blood flow to my brain so I get angrier. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So anger is a solution because uh-huh. it, clear, it, it strengthens and widens the arteries like a giant... Uh, freeway of yeah. blood going to your brain. Blood and anger. You bet it, it makes does, you buddy. smarter. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Anyway, Dick, that's my problem. That's a pretty good problem. People who love to sleep, fuck off. Yeah, uh, Sean and I used to live with a guy who I would say sleep was like one of his top five favorite things to do. Uh, probably sleeping, nailing fat broads, and telling us about <laughs> nailing fat broads were his top three favorite things to do. And I don't know why I remember this so clearly, but he he came down one morning. We all lived together in this big house, this frat house. Yeah. And uh, not literally a frat house. And he wanted to tell us about a weird dream he had had. So he was taught. Do you remember this? No, just the dream thing. There's nothing more boring than listening to somebody's dreams. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Every, everything, any conversation that revolves around sleep is awful, right? Can we say ev- everything? What is good? Have you ever heard a good one about sleep? No, because you know what happened. The beginning, middle, and end are exactly the same. You're yeah. laying down. Yeah, and then you wake up. So he's telling us about this dream he had, and we're kind of like half tuning out. And then he says, in the dream, he saw something weird, and then he goes, yeah, so I went back up to my room and took a nap. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> you t- you took, took a, a nap, nap in his dream? In your dream? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that guy to me. Forever. As soon as he, he said that, that's like That's that. like a more boring version of a boring story. <gasps> It's like it's like satirical. It's yeah. like, oh, we heard you like sleeping, so we put, we put a nap in your dream so you can sleep while you sleep. Sleep while you sleep. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. You got any more? No, that's it, man. Pretty good. Uh, biggest problem in the universe. People who love to sleep too much. Not sleep, though. Not sleep in general? Is no, that sleep, too is big? sleep is fine. Sleep is fine. If you want to sleep the, just a normal amount of time, 
Do it and fuck off. Don't talk about it. Don't talk to me about your sleep. I don't care. But if you love to sleep, if it's a part of your hobby, if it's part of your identity, you know what? I always swipe left to girls who list sleeping as one of their hobbies. If do? Yeah. All the time I see girls who say, oh, they love to sleep. You know what? Fuck you. You love to sleep. I don't love you. Yeah, it's like eating. Like, I love to eat. I love to have sex. Like, all right. Like, that's that's what you are? Is that your hobby? Is that your identity? Sleep is your identity? What are you, a sleep master? You little Nemo? You dumb shit? If you were little Nemo, I'd be your friend. That sounds amazing. Little Nemo has adventures in his dream, and his dreams have, like, real life, real repercussions. Nobody is little Nemo. You're not little Nemo. No. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. It's a 1920s comic. There's a Nintendo game. It's really good. Check out the... uh, it's Let's not the plays. fish. It's not the fish that you're talking about. No, not that <clears throat> fish. No, no, not not that Nemo. That's a different Nemo. Little Nemo is a yeah, an old 1920s uh, comic. You want to hear more from Asterios Kokonos? Let's hear it. Uh, Asterios is a bit where he takes the the history out of history, right? History. This is the worst thing that's happened in history this week. February 20th, 1839. Congress prohibits dueling in the District of Columbia. Banning the cleanest method we had of resolving political disputes. That's true. Remember the Federalist yeah. Party? Of course you don't, because Aaron Burr shot Alexander Hamilton, ending the Federalist Party. <laughs> Although dueling was banned in D.C., our brilliant congressman found a loophole. They simply made the two-hour carriage ride to the outskirts of Maryland, then murdered each other. Cool. Hooray! <laughs> Can you imagine that? It'd be amazing. If that was still a viable way of solving like political arguments. I wish those pig fuckers in DC would still do that. Just yeah. shoot themselves in the head. Yeah, or at least box it out. Yeah. Like, Is that illegal to say? Because I'm not making a threat, but I am suggesting that they shoot themselves in the no, head. No, no, no. That's not that's not illegal that's not to illegal? say. No. To Great. say that people in Congress should shoot themselves, should shoot themselves in, the head, in the head or face or each yeah. other or, or each the other. Face? They should no. have a big party uh, like they, sh- they should have a big Congress where they just point guns at each other and just keep and firing just, fire just randomly. slaughter uh, and last man standing wins. Okay, you know what? I guess wins you won. Wins a free shot to the head. Wins a free shot to <laughs> yeah. the yeah. No, I don't think that's illegal to say. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> you know what was interesting? So you remember that movie The Interview, right? The about the North Korea yes. thing? So that movie raised such ire because it's about murdering the president or the ruler of North Korea, right? right? Yet, it is illegal for us in America to do that. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Interesting hypocrisy. Interesting hypocrisy, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, hey, so Obama comes out and says, hey, F you, Sony. You are pussies for not making your movie about murdering a foreign dictator. It's like, hey, uh, could we make that movie about you? You're going straight to jail. If you do that. Yep. Yeah. Where was that argument, Dick, when I brought in Sony as a problem instead of your, your bloviating about how much uh, Sony's uh, and Obama's the villain here and this and that? That's a good argument. I just thought yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought of it. You know, we'll go back and You know and what I need is a time machine. Yeah. That's why it should be <laughs> Whoa, a solution. Biggest it, solution. Yeah, yeah. One. All right. Here's another one. February 21st, 1804. The first steam-powered locomotive is demonstrated at the Penny Darren Ironworks in South Wales. No. Leading directly to the development of steampunk. Those annoying nerds and goggles and corsets who clog up our otherwise pristine comic book conventions wouldn't exist if inventor Richard Trevithick's new steam-powered engine had simply exploded, killing hundreds. A small price to pay, indeed. <laughs> he sounds so nice, but he's such a sick I fuck. love Asterios. Yeah, me That's too. amazing. All right, are you ready for my problem? Let's do it. My problem is newscasturbation. <laughs> newscasturbation. Yeah. You know, Dick, uh, you've been really uh, jerking yourself off with these titles lately. <laughs> 
lot of creative <laughs> alliterations and stupid shit. Uh, this one I actually like. You this like this one? Why? I, I love the title for this. Why? It's just fun. It's fun. It's a fun way of saying it. It's a fun visualization. I'm imagining a news anchor jerking off. Right. Uh, which they do do. Newscasters, they all jerk off. Yeah. However, however, I think as a society, we revere them in this way that they are beyond human. Like these, these are not people we're looking at, these newscasters. They are magical deities that bring us only facts yeah. and don't jerk off at home and don't lie and don't make shit up. Right and don't have out of control egos. They're not. They're 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 some kind of being prescient beings that are responsible for giving us information. And they're not out of control egomaniacs who just want to be on television. Right. Well, I don't think it's one extreme or the other, Dick. I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. I don't think that I don't think that uh, newscasters are revered as much as you say, and I don't think they're as. Uh, shallow and just these these va- these vain people who just want to be on TV. I don't think it's either one, really. I do believe that some good journalists exist, and I believe that they're journalists because they want to bring people facts. They want to tell the truth. They want to bring important stories to people who need to know. Well, maybe, but I hate them. <laughs> okay. So Brian Williams got fired yeah. this week, or suspended without pay. Brian Poss- Williams is the was the NBC Nightly News anchor, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was also the smug asshole on Thirty Rock that would had like this stupid. Did you ever? Do you know? Do you know the show Thirty Rock? Yeah, I don't get it. I tried to watch it a bunch of times, and I don't like Thirty Rock. I don't like uh, what's his name, Morgan Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Morgan. I don't like him. He's the one who who uh, is almost in a coma, right? I don't know. Loves to sleep. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, man, I, I never liked that show. Anyway, yeah, no, he that, was in that show Rock. only works if you fast forward to the Alec Baldwin parts. I don't like Alec Baldwin on that show. You don't like Alec Baldwin? No, on that show? he's too smug and his face is too fat. Mm. Okay, well he does have a fat face. Anyway, Brian Williams was the um the wry smug asshole, the host of NBC News. Okay. And he made do you know what he made up? He made up a bunch of shit. Like what? Well, he said he was in some kind of a helicopter thing in Afghanistan, wherever, I don't so, know. So in the Middle East. He was yes. in a helicopter. There was another helicopter. Another helicopter got shut down, got shot down. And he's been telling everybody that that was the one he was in okay. that got shot down. Yeah. Like over time, he's exaggerated yeah. this, uh, the danger that he yeah. was in. Yeah. And he has a history of doing it. Yeah. So all of a sudden, it caught up with him. What what other things has he exaggerated? Uh, he exaggerated something about Katrina. I don't know what it was, but it, I read it actually, Dick. What was uh, it? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, but I did your research. I, I read it. He said during Hurricane Katrina that he was staying at some hotel, I think near the French Quarter. It was the Ritz Carlton. The Ritz Carlton. That's what oh. it was. And he looked out the window and saw a dead body floating by. Well, his producer and I think one of his uh, one of his co-anchors or someone said that they didn't see a dead body float by. Yeah, well, uh, the, the French Quarter had almost no flooding. Yeah. <laughs> so not only was there no dead body floating by, but there was no water. Yeah, and he also said that there were like uh, gangs of thugs. Was the quote like uh, roaming around the Ritz Carlton? Yeah. He's always putting himself in danger. He's like Napoleon Dynamite. Right. Like he's always bragging about getting in these fights with rival gangs when it's not happening. So he's uh, sensationalized the news a little bit. Look. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, so. So therefore, we should just completely diminish his entire career. These people, of journalism. These people are all car salesmen selling ads. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You these think so? newscasters. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're they're slick. They're slick pimp car salesmen selling ads. They're no different to you and me, except 
We do our own research. And they just <laughs> read a little screen in front of them and a smile and act like they did something for us. Yeah, we're not selling anything, but do check out our bonus episodes. <laughs> uh, so Dick, At least we're honest about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're trying to fool people into thinking that they're not selling advertisements. Although, uh, I guess the association is, is lost on some people. Well, I, no, no, I do, think, I do think they are trying to trick people into thinking there's this veneer of professionalism and journalism, and that's why he got fired, or that's why he got suspended. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when, like when the Dan Rather thing happened, yeah. and he got canned or he left or whatever for those fake uh, George, w., uh, George W. Bush documents. Refresh everyone's memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Dan Rather, 60 Minutes piece saying that um, brought in some f- some documents, allegedly, from the National Air Guard, I think, yeah. was saying that George W. Bush was an idiot during his service there. See, I think he said that he didn't serve, right? The documents were false. Yeah. Okay? So Dan Rather's got to take the long walk of shame into the uh, the great Northwest, and he's no longer right. welcome there. What? What, what, did he do this? Did he put that all together? Like, what? He's a mascot. All these people are just mascots that have nice smiles and nice voices to read you shit that other people put together that toes the line between complete sensationalist garbage and mundane facts that you can read on the internet all day, every day. Yeah, I don't think so, Dick. I think some of them do important, original work in journalism, and they bring an important story that wouldn't otherwise be known to to the public, to Americans, to the world, had they not been doing their jobs. So Dan Rather, back in 1987, it's interesting you mentioned Dan Rather. Um, he, there, you know, the six minutes of silence, uh, the the protest that there was that they had on, uh, I believe it was 60 Minutes. You know the the uh, six minutes of silence? Nope. Controversy? Well, I believe it was CBS. They wanted to broadcast a tennis match, and the tennis match was going to go a little bit longer into the news broadcast. And Dan Rather had a fit. He said, absolutely not. We are not going to push the news, which is something important, something people need to know for a tennis match. And so as a protest, when they cut, it went back and forth, and I think at the last minute, uh, CBS uh, backed down, and they said, okay, we're going to cut to 60 Minutes. Uh, Dan Rather, uh, out of protest, didn't appear at the anchor desk for six minutes. There were six minutes of silence, and that's what they called it. So later, Dan Rather, uh, he's he's always been kind of uh, liberally skewed, right? He skews more liberal, and he went to he was interviewing Vice President Bush before while well, he was still a, a candidate, right? And he asked him a question about the Iran Contra affair during a live interview, and Bush responded saying, "Dan, how would you like it if I judged your entire career by those seven minutes when you walked off the set in New York?" So Bush actually had a good retort for once yeah. in his life, right? Okay, he made a good point. Go. He made a good point. No, that was a good point. If you judge, you, you know, he wouldn't. It wouldn't be fair to judge Dan Rather's entire career based on that one act, right? Yeah. Why is it fair to do that with Brian Williams here? What do you mean? You know, he's he's uh, he's made a couple mistakes in his career, but he he's only allowed to make zero mistakes. Brian yeah. Williams can't make any mistakes. He's been an, a news anchor for over 32 years. He's won a Peabody Award. He's won an Emmy Award for his coverage of the stock market collapse. He's the managing editor of NBC Nightly News. He makes a couple mistakes. He tells a couple of fibs. So is that the end of his career? Yeah. 
because his entire job is just looking like he's honest all the time. Yeah. His entire job is based on how he looks. Yeah. And not so, on doing real work. So he can't make any mistakes. Right. Ever. Ever. Okay. Or you're fucking fired. Because what you bring to this job is absolutely nothing but what you look like. The same as all these other newscaster-baiting assholes. That's why I hate them. Yeah. Well, uh, Dick, I gotta... I gotta dig for... I got a real quick dig versus dig that just came up. Breaking news, everyone. So a few seconds ago, you said that these people are revered as superhuman, as some kind of gods or whatever, right? I think it is superhuman to expect someone to never make a mistake, dick. And yet now you're saying he's never supposed to make a mistake and thus should be superhuman. Which is it, dick? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Then what, then what are you saying? I'm saying that, that the nature of their job proves what I'm saying, that they're just a bunch of jokers selling cars. But a lot of these people, these, a lot of these journalists, Dick, do have long careers where they don't make mistakes. Let me read a few of them. Go ahead. Bob Woodward. He broke the Watergate scandal. You remember Watergate? Yeah, he's a reporter. He's a journalist. Yeah. He won a Pulitzer Prize. He was a Yale University graduate. Walter Cronkite. Peabody winner. 50 years of experience. None of these blemishes on his record. Ernest Hemingway, you remember that guy? He was a journalist. Are you are you confusing legitimate journalism with the vain, veneered, fake robots that are broadcasting the news? Yeah, I'm not sure Brian Williams is one of these fake robots. He's done some good work. Really? Yeah. Like what? I believe he won the Peabody for his coverage of Katrina. Yeah, because he did do he did do some good work. Look, he, if he exaggerated this thing during the Katrina news report, whatever, fine. You know. Uh, also, by the way, this this thing in the Iraq war that he's that he's saying his uh, helicopter got shot at happened like twelve years ago. Um, I don't think it's entirely unreasonable to say that while adrenaline is surging, you your memory gets a little bit a little bit faded because that's what the the purpose of adrenaline is in our bodies evolutionarily it when we experience trauma or when we're experiencing danger high levels of, of danger and anxiety our adrenaline pumps and then we don't remember what happened in those moments but he was in a helicopter that arrived an hour later than yeah. the one that got hit yeah. an hour later and i also don't think that you forget being shot at. Yeah. I don't think you conflate the, you know, I mean. I've never been shot at. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember not getting no, shot I at? No, I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't think you mix that up. I've never been in a helicopter uh, that was not shot down. And then when people say, hey, were you ever in a helicopter shot down? I'm like, oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I don't ever misremember that because I'm not a. Uh, a vainglorious blowhard <laughs> who's on television getting sucking up worship from middle America to tell them sensationalist horseshit to sell cars and tampons. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Brian Williams has had a career for 32 years. He's been a correspondent at NBC Nightly News. He was a White House correspondent. He was on MSNBC News. He started out his career in 1982. This guy's been doing this shit forever. I don't think that uh, that he's completely full of shit. I think that he probably, some amount of what he does, probably he does because he does care about the news. I don't think Brian Williams is one of these shills. He's not a Bill O'Reilly. He's not one of these guys on uh, Fox News. He's not like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, 
Glenn Beck or what's what's the other guy? The uh, Keith, Steve, Olbermann. Uh, Keith Olbermann. Yeah, Keith Olbermann. Sportscaster. You don't think Brian Williams would just be a sportscaster if he wasn't this like revered news figure? That's why. Why did we see his smug ass on Thirty Rock then? He just wants more attention. Hey, look at me. I'm also funny. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, that may be a good point. I'll seed you that. All right. <laughs> I never know. I never know when it's going to be a good point. I just talk. Yeah. There you go, Dick. First time after 40 episodes, you finally made a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, Brian Williams may be that guy. I don't know. But I think that uh, not all of them are like that. I think some of them are these revered people because they deserve to be. Christiane Amanpour on CNN. You know her? Nope. Not a lot of people do, but they should. She, she does really good work. Um, she's a MILF. Uh, right. Good, good question. Thank Let's you. not talk about her body of work. <laughs> well, she's on the TV. That's yeah. why you're on the TV. Cause you're hot. No, she's not. Um, she's not. She's not like these uh, these Fox News supermodels that they hire. She's won a Peabody, a Polk, a Dupont Columbia Award, Courage and Journalism Award, Edward R. Murrow Award, nine honorary degrees, Walter Cronkite Award. She does really good work. She does CNN International stuff. But these these awards aren't they all shams? No. Like what's a what's an award? Oh, here we go. Here what's we go. What's an Dick's award? Agenda. You, you brought in the Webby Awards. Yeah. Oh, I thought every award is a sham. They're not. What's they're they're simply not. I shot you down during the Webby Award episode, and I'll refresh your memory how I shot you down. I I mentioned specifically the Nobel Prize, right? And he said, "Oh, they 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 do that to gin up publicity." That was yeah, your argument. They do, but they okay, don't. That, they don't, Dick, because the Nobel Award comes with. A prize tag, and that's that a million prize, bucks. A million bucks. Yeah. You don't think that if they wanted that publicity, they could simply buy a million dollars worth of advertising or do something else? Maddox, that guy invented dynamite. There's not enough money in the world to buy off the guilt that he su- that uh, Alfred Nobel suffered for that. I think that I think that's accurate. I don't know. I'm not saying like I. I'm sure the comments will prove me wrong on that. Yeah. But I believe the backstory of that, and I don't have a fucking internet in front of me, yeah. so I can't make sure. But I believe he was. He made enormous war machines. He like revolutionized war because of dynamite. Yeah, because of what he his his contributions. Dynamite to it. also revolutionized coal mining and strip mining and all these practical applications that we use dynamite for. Sure, but guys go crazy when they get older and they go, ah, oh, man, I really, I messed a lot of stuff up. So let me set up this fun yeah. that will perpetuate itself yeah. through the ages and yeah. I'll be I'll be immortal like mm-hmm. that. That's why I'll set up this stupid award mm-hmm. so my name will live forever. Ha, yeah. ha, ha, look at me, look at me, look at me. Okay, Dick, I want you to assign a probability to the following possibility. All right, okay? all right. What is the probability that Nobel actually believed in creating some good and perpetuating some good in mankind and wanted people to to further the arts and sciences and humanities. Would you say it's, I don't know, 10%, 50%? Yeah, I'd, no, I'd give, you, I'd give you around 10. 10%? I think. Yeah. yeah. And what's this based on? I don't know, people. I'm like Christian Grey. I have a good understanding of people. Christian Grey, who's that, from Fifty the, Shades of Grey? Yeah, the psychopath <laughs> from Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, people don't do things for altruistic reasons. They do things because it gets them off. Yeah, you are an abusive sexual monger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of abusive sexual monsters, you want to see, uh, you want to hear more of Asterios' bits? I sure do. Yeah. February 21st, 1988, famed televangelist Jimmy Swaggart is suspended from his ministry for sleeping with a prostitute. But come on! <laughs> What's the point of being a religious leader if you can't get a little on the side? Yeah, Jesus well. hung out with prostitutes, and everybody loves Jesus. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> you're so great. You've got such great abs. Won't you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> I got enough of that! <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, when will society stop persecuting multi-millionaire hypocrite preachers and go after the real criminals, working girls trying to feed their families? Lock them up! <laughs> Good points. Yeah, that that was satire, but I'm going to choose to take it literally. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell the difference. February 21st, 1855, the newly completed Washington Monument opens, marking the first time America ever made a building that was blatantly just a penis. <laughs> sure, all skyscrapers are essentially penises, but yeah. we at least dress those up with offices and windows and stuff. The Washington Monument is 100% just a penis. And worse, a very skinny penis. Does not our first president deserve a thick, girthy monument? In this reporter's opinion, you could never satisfy that rather feminine St. Louis arch with such a monumentally small penis. He's a reporter now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? He's a reporter. This hey, is a reporter. I think Asterios does some very important journalistic work on the show, Dick. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, he's not like Brian Williams. And if, if Asterios said that, told me that he was in a helicopter that did not get shot down, I would be horrified by his mental state. Yeah, man. I, I mean, know. I would say, I have no idea what you've been doing for your entire life, if you're making that up. You know, maybe Brian Williams is, has this part of him deep down in his psyche where he has this need and compulsion to lie. Almost like an old grandpa who exaggerates his war stories, right? Yeah. Maybe Brian Williams got a little bit of that. I, you know, these people are really interesting, Dick. I was talking to someone recently who was telling me about a friend that she had who's a pathological liar. And she said there's this girl. So she, everything coming out of this girl's mouth is a lie. And she doesn't know almost anything about this girl, including her name. Her oh, name God, she fascinating. Her name comes from a bird, and she's not sure if it's real or made up. She's never seen ID. One of the stories she told her is that one time she was a race car driver. Driver, and uh, and she she and her boyfriend were driving, and the car went off the cliff. And uh, she said that uh, she climbed out, and she went up to the top, and she climbed right back down to save her boyfriend, and then climbed back down again to save his luggage while the while the, <laughs> <laughs> while the car was. She got sinking. too greedy. I wouldn't yeah. believe the boyfriend, but I'm not believing the luggage. Yeah, and she said that she was a, a supermodel, and she won like millions of dollars in grants for some uh, some research that she did, and she worked for some pharmaceutical company. Everything out of this girl's mouth is a lie, but you don't know where the real, where the truth and the fiction begins. And guess what? It works. She's get, she gets jobs, she gets attention, she gets yeah. invited to things. She's a socialite, but where, where does the truth end and begin? I already want to meet her. <laughs> I know. You know what, Dick? When, I was, when she was telling me about this girl, I said, oh, this sounds like Dick's type of woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of her fucking great. mind. Yeah. Oh, she's oh, so crazy, God. Dick. She's just your type. She should host the news. <laughs> Coming up next, a bunch of made-up bullshit <laughs> with Brian Williams and Dick's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, no, I forgot what I was going to say again. Yeah, man, uh, there's some really good journalists out there. Ed Bradley from 60 Minutes, you won an Emmy, covered the Vietnam War. Dan Rather, you know, Dan Rather, again, like 43 years of experience, man. Are You want to dismiss his entire body of work because he made, made a couple mistakes? Yeah, journalists, look, they have to be right 100% of the time. You know how difficult that is? You know how Im almost impossible it is? Even doctors who perform heart surgery and brain surgery aren't correct 100% of the time. The president isn't correct 100% of the time. Nobody's correct 100% of the time except for yours truly. You know how difficult that is? You know the amount of pressure there is? That's why I got these fucking veins in my forehead, because my mind's always working. The gears are always turning. I'm always thinking about counters and rebuttals and arguments. I'm always right. And monkeys. Yeah, monkeys, the biggest problem. Yeah, I don't think Dan Rather did anything wrong. 
Because he's just a guy up there reading things people tell him to read. He was a journalist. Not at the end when he's on TV. When there's, a, there's a difference, I'm saying. And that when you're in that job, when you're sitting there acting like a pretend asshole, being serious all the time, that's what I call newscasturbation. That's why I think The Daily Show is a success, because they don't act like that. Even though I don't like it and I don't watch it. <laughs> why don't you like it and why don't you watch it? Because it's too fucking liberal. Oh, is it? Yeah, you know, it's too the, people compl- people say that about the Daily Show. Look, I politically, I'm neither conservative nor liberal. I I consider myself not affiliated. I usually vote independent. Yeah, uh, but I do watch the Daily Show because I feel like the Daily Show does go after the left, probably not as tenaciously as the right, but they do go after the left. They do call out. Obama for his bullshit. They call out senators, Democrat or Republican, for their bullshit. I think John Stewart's a, a, a clearly liberal. However, just because you're liberal doesn't mean everything you say or do comes out of that liberal prism, unlike most of the anchors on Fox News. That's why it's difficult to watch Fox News and get any kind of objective uh, response from Fox News. Occasionally, a blurb will come out from Fox News where they're criticizing the right, but it's really, really rare. You know what, I'm, I'm just thinking about it after saying that. I don't even know if it's the liberalness of it. I think it's the jokiness of it. Yeah. Like, when I, hear, when I hear about, when I hear anything politics, uh, it can be very upsetting. If you think about it for even a second. Like, if you think about what they're doing, if you think about all the money they're wasting and the lives they're ruining, it's very upsetting. And I want it to be treated viciously. Like, when you're talking about gunfights solving political debates, I legitimately think, I would legitimately like to see that. Like, I all right, would too. Let's let's duel it out. Yeah. Here you go. Here's a bunch of pistols. This uh, this pistol fight in Congress is sponsored by the NRA. Yeah. Here you go. Let's see it. <laughs> and I think that is in direct opposition to like the piss take and the humor that is the Daily Show. And I I don't know. Maybe that's why I don't like it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, Dick. I think that with the Daily Show, some of it is that they laugh so they they don't cry. Yeah, uh, I would rather smash sad, things so that I don't cry. I know, but it's such a sad, I'm a sad state of affairs. You know what, Dick? A lot of people say that. That I do is some important work too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Why are you laughing? That's bullshit. Yeah, Listen. no, I I think you do too. Yeah. So a lot. One time I got an email from somebody who said, "Hey Maddox, you swear too much. Hey Maddox, I like what you're saying and I like the message, but the way you deliver it turns off a lot of people." Mm-hmm. And I, my response to them was. First of all, you are so out of your element. You're so out of your league here. You don't even understand what I'm trying to do. Yes, I swear. Yes, I, I'm crude. I'm crass. I say things that are controversial. But you know what? The way I deliver my news and my material speaks to a certain segment of the audience and the population that wouldn't be reached otherwise, period. I deliver some important ideas under this veneer of humor because people need to digest it. You need a little bit of sugar with the medicine. That's why The Daily Show is important. That's why Colbert Report is important. These things are doing, they're doing really important work, but they're delivering it to people who wouldn't be reached otherwise. You think college kids are turning on a fucking... um, what, the McLaughlin group and watching this boring, dry debate? Of course not. What's our show? What are we doing, Dick? This is a debate show. Some of the things that we talk about on the show, me more than you, I think, are really important. And, and Well, let's, <laughs> let's, check the, let's check the Titanic counter for that. Oh, uh, well, 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 buddy. See, but we bring in this important debate under the guise of humor, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the sugar with the medicine that we're giving people. I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm just saying I don't watch it. <laughs> okay. That's it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but most people do. 
That Those might be do. like a third dick versus dick. I'd have to go back and listen to it again. What? What? Because I don't, I don't enjoy it. I get it. I see what's going on there. Yeah. I don't do it. I mean, I yeah. get tea parties. I like why I see why women like dressing up and frilly stuff and going to have a tea party. I don't like it. I don't do it. What does that have to do with anything? Because they that that type of humor engages with what eighty percent of kids, eighty percent of the eighteen to fifty demo, the Daily Show, the type of humor you're talking about, yeah, the Daily yeah, Show yeah. and the Colbert Report engages with a lot of people. Doesn't engage with me. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, different yep. different boats for different folks. Different boats for different folks, guys. That's a- <laughs> All right, that's my problem. News <laughs> news casturbation. I don't know if we ever got to the bottom of it, but that's my problem. Yeah, uh, you know, Dick. It sounds and, like oh, it sounds like thing, you fucked up. Yeah. The one more thing I want to know. The news international. You remember that phone hacking shit? Remember when that happened? Which phone? When the hacking news thing? of the world. Um, and other British newspapers were were caught hacking, like celebrities and police bribing and exercising influence over politicians. You remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, the, the now defunct paper. Yeah, it went under. Yeah, that was a that was a respected news source. I don't think so. I think they they were a yellow journalist organization. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Yeah, okay. I think they were like, <laughs> I think they were like, and people get pissed off. I think for uh, at me for quoting anything from I think the Telegraph or the Daily Mail, one of the two. It's the uh, Daily Mail because they're right wing. Yeah, that's why people get pissed. <laughs> I, I promise you, that's why. Yeah, it's not just that though. I, I did follow up on some of the links that people were sending me to crazy shit the Daily Mail has published in the past, and it's stuff like anti-vaxxer shit and outrageous celebrity scandals. They're one of these these uh, types of news organizations that pay hackers to get into the private uh, data and. Records of the uh, royal family, so they can have these these uh, outrageous, sensationalistic headlines and things yeah. like that. Yeah. All right. What's your problem? People who love to sleep, fucking idiots. <laughs> Tired of it. Just die already. Um. Yeah. And uh, yours was news casturbation. News casturbation. News casturbation. Pretty good. Um, guys, thanks for checking out the live show. Uh, leave some comments on the YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, and this is probably the only time I'll ever ask anyone to subscribe. But subscribe if you want to see the regular updates being posted there uh, or irregular as they, the case may be. And uh, let us know what you think about the live show. If this has a good response, you will see more live shows in the future. Oh, cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see the comments. There's, always, there's already been some compelling comments about how I look like a woman or a cheap version of Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. my hair. I got a comment from the Black Knightism. It says, first time I've ever seen Dick, he looks exactly like I'd have predicted. Like a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um, anyway, guys, thanks again for listening. This is episode number 40. Uh, oh, don't yeah. forget to vote at thebiggestproblemintheuniverse.com. More next week. Thanks for listening. Hey, Maddox, I just got done listening to the Valentine's Day episode, and if you want to not listen to fucking love songs, turn off the fucking radio, Yeah, goddamn moron. Okay. Jesus Christ in a football helmet, you're dumb. <laughs> All right, this fucking asshole. All right, you get ready for it, dickhead. What? You're not always in control of the radio, are you, asshole? Sometimes your friend's driving, you're in the backseat making out with someone. You gotta listen to some fucking bullshit-ass love song because your friend's driving? I have friends, idiot. Why don't you get some? Maybe you'll realize the problem of love songs on the radio. I can't always turn it off. You're in the backseat making out with someone? Is that what you tried to say? Maybe a couple of hot babes are making out with my lips. <laughs> a couple? Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't have time. My hands are busy. All I can't right. reach up there. I can't reach past the driver. Who am I? Some kind of bozo in the backseat changing the station? I don't know. Cabs? Limos? Hey, guys. Um, I'm looking here at the biggest problems from last week, and 
I see black income disparity, and I thought that was a pretty good problem. But part of me thinks, uh, whenever I vote now, um, is the fact that I want to see Maddox, or listen to Maddox, uh, watch Titanic. So mm-hmm. Maddox, my suggestion to you is, why don't you just watch fucking Titanic already, so that way Dick can't use that against you. That's true. Because yeah. I feel like there's just, my personal opinion, that that's affecting how I vote now, because yeah. I just want you to uh, watch Titanic. So why don't you just go get that out of the way? Uh yeah. Also, Dick, go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, two things. Two things. First of all, I agree with that comment. Is that uh, in that it's created a gimmick for the show? People are changing the way they vote because they want this gimmick to be heard every episode. And second, um, okay, I'm going to watch uh, Titanic <gasps> after this uh, this episode. I will watch Titanic, and uh, don't worry about it. No more Titanic clips. How about that? <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> I hate this song. <laughs> I'm going to end it on this song. Yeah. End it on this big piece of shit. (laughs) You know, joke's on you, dickhead. You had to listen to the song to sing this parody of it. Alex is an asshole. You're an asshole. (laughs) He can go fuck himself. Why don't you fuck yourself? His problems all suck and he deserves (laughs) them. You're my you problem. I hope it. you get cut. Keep playing these Titanic clips. And if you can go on and go on and go fuck yourself. Does he do the whole song? No, that's it. Piece of shit. <laughs>